When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, before we kick off this amazing, supersized review of the Justice League, which is very exciting, by the way, we wanted to give a quick shout out to our friends over at Simple Context. Oh, guys, yeah. I know we get pretty excited about some of our sponsors, but Simple Context, specifically for me, a boy who's blind... This made me very excited. Simple Contacts is a super convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. And I mean seriously from anywhere because you uh, you will take a five-minute vision test on your phone or your computer. It carefully reviews uh, your – it's carefully reviewed by a licensed doctor. You receive a renewed prescription and order your brands of lenses. It's basically through your computer or through your phone, you can order your contacts um, and you'll get them instantly. It's amazing. Um, uh, and from me, I actually took the test at home and I'll be honest. Oh my. I miss I, I misread the instructions. They're like, put your contacts in, take the test, because they're trying to test if your prescription works. Yeah. I was like, take contacts out, took the <laughs> test, walked 10 feet away from your computer. I'm like, I can't see. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> then I followed the instructions more carefully, and it worked out. Hey, that's... That's me, you know. Hey, we're all flawed, all right? But no, seriously, it is magic how just simple it is um, and how quickly I got my contacts because usually I just buy six-month, like, boxes of them yeah. from my from my doctor. But now I have some extra ones because sometimes I lose them. It's amazing. So if you're into that and you'd like to get your own contacts for $30 off. That's insane. You can go to simplecontacts.com slash stupid and use the promo code stupid at checkout but disclaimer here you go we have to say this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam because you guys you always need to do that you should be doing that once a year especially if you're wearing glasses maybe even more frequently so that this is not a replacement of that this just will help you reorder the contact uh, prescription that you already have if you need to uh, and simple contacts makes it so easy to use i cannot recommend it enough uh, so one more time for 30 dollars off your contacts l- contact lenses go to simplecontacts.com slash stupid and enter the code stupid at checkout and not only that uh your expiring hsa insurance dollars can be used by the end of the year towards these contacts so pay attention to that it's very important. And now, on to the show. Oh, oh we're going to get a barbershop quartet in here one time, and we're going to finally do the, oh, like yeah. it's going to go up, and it's going to be really cool one day. Guys, welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your tiny little ears into. Just the littlest tiny, ears. Just imagine normal-sized head, tiny little ears. Go ahead and draw that if you wouldn't mind. Uh, we're, that voice yeah, right there, mm. in case you're wondering, is Sam Basher. Right over here. Wait, and go ahead, turn Wait, your head. Hold on. And over there. There's DJ Wildridge. You're on the bus right voice. now. Stare at the person who's over there. That's DJ over but there. But there's going to be a third voice joining us. Driving the bus. It's Jason Inman. Thank you so much for joining I us. I feel like we have created the only stupid answers ASMR. Wow. <laughs> we should get 3D sound. Yeah, it just like it floating makes around. Yeah. It's both, uh, both ears. Ooh. Both stereo. ears is stereo. Ooh. Imagine <laughs> water drops. <laughs> if people who are listening, we're all moving our heads around the mics. Like and it's, it's, not do- it's not doing anything. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have done it again because no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. This Can you believe... Here's the thing. I want to ask you both of you. Can you believe 
the movie is out that we're talking about right now. Can you believe that this movie is is, is in existence? There's, there's, we're in a world where a Justice League movie is out. Yes. It's out, and we're talking about it, and people have many opinions. <laughs> many, so shockingly many, strong opinions. So, some opinions might be... There's a bigger deals happening in the world than, than this movie. We should maybe focus on that a little bit with our yeah. anger. But yeah. we're yeah. going to talk about it. Thank you so much for joining us. Here's a quick little business up top. May I? Yes. OnlySupidAnswers.com. What is it? <laughs> it's the best damn website you can ever go to because you can listen to our podcast there. You can find all of our social media like our Twitter, which is at OnlySupidAnswers. Yank out the bells from stupid. Nailed it. Also, our Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash OnlySupidAnswers, plus all the places you can listen to us. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music. But not only that. Everywhere. I heard radio a bunch of it. But not only of- that. What else? If you're like, hey, man, I love this podcast. Where can I get more of it? If you go to patreon.com slash only stupid answers, you get bonus episodes Will. of this podcast, specifically ones where we talk, we speak with Roxy Stryer about everybody's favorite superhero shows Arrow, Flash, in Supergirl, humans, Let- in humans, in nope. humans. In it's done humans. now. It's done now. In, Gotham, Gotham, Mercy Reef. We, we, talk Mercy about Reef. Reef. we, we should, should do, do a flashback episode <laughs> talking about Mercy Reef. Uh, but not only that, there's something special coming to our Patreon later this week. It's very exciting. There, uh, I We can't give specifics not yet. just yet. But everyone who is at least the $1 tier and up on our Patreon. I like you said at least as if there was a tier lower than the $1 they tier. They wouldn't the let 50, me. <laughs> the 50 cent level. The 50 cent. Cent. I'm sorry, 50 cent level, you're out. Yeah. Uh, but no, if you are contrib- contributing to our podcast in any way on Patreon, you're going to get early access <laughs> to something very special that we're going to be doing. Uh, eventually, everybody else will have access to it. Yes. But for a good chunk of time, you're going to have exclusive access to it. And maybe the only access in case... Whatever it is might sell out. That's all I'll say. Maybe they go. Maybe they go crazy for it and it disappears. You, you don't know. So keep an eye know. out this week. We'll put make a post on our social media and whatnot. But really quick, real quick, we love it when we go. Our fans go to iTunes and they yeah. give us five star reviews, and mm-hmm. we like to read those reviews. So we got a couple here right now. It's the only thing that makes me make it through the week. <laughs> <laughs> this one is uh, yo five stars from Joker nineteen ninety. Great podcast. I've been listening to Geek History Lesson. Oh, 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 and when I caught up with that, I needed something else to listen to, so I found this one with DJ and Sam. It is awesome. Thanks, guys. Keep uh, keep on keeping on. Oh, thank you for all of you that are done with Geek History Lesson. Here we are. Hey, are we uh, <laughs> we're filling the void, man. Yeah. I can't believe you went through 184 episodes. Good God. Yeah. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> We've all been there. Small, small, all of it. Uh, uh, but we also have one here from uh, a name S G H O. Johnson. Yep. 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 Uh See, I did my best. Uh, Perfect podcast. This is the first time reviewing. uh, This is my first time reviewing because pod... Because this podcast is that good. Sam and DJ are phenomenal hosts and carry on great conversations. Their recommendations are spot on and haven't let me down once. Keep up all the fantastic work, and I look forward to this every week. Thank you. Sorry, I can't say your name. You picked a difficult name to say. Maybe Sar- <laughs> but we appreciate it. Not Sergeant. No, I don't no, know what no, it is. It's fine. I don't know what but it is. But we have a special guest today, Mr. Ye- Jason Inman. Jason, tell the, tell the kids at home about yourself and what you got going on. Uh, well, you know. I'd like to think that I'm only stupid answers Bill Murray. Yep. That's um, proven I'm, to be true. I'm the guy that just shows up every once in a while and maybe does some golfing jokes with you guys. It's uh-huh. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm ho- co-host of a podcast called Geek History Lesson, which uh, they mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. has like 184 episodes. You can go find 
uh, but also I'm the uh, co-writer of this comic book called Jupiter Jet. Yeah, it's a blast. I've read the first issue. Yes, uh, DJ awesome. has read the first issue. I believe I gave the first issue to you as well. Yeah, yeah. Sam. Yes. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty sorry. I, I tweeted about it. Um, but it comes out in comic book stores December sixth. It's basically uh, Kim Possible meets the Rocketeer. What if a sixteen-year-old girl got a jetpack? Well, she's probably gonna rob from the rich and give to the poor, and she has a cat. Yay. So if that sounds like an awesome comic book for you, uh, please go to your comic book store and pre-order it now, or uh, you know, walk in the store on December sixth and say, "Give me that Jupiter Jet right now." And, yeah. then, and then they don't have it, then uh, you know, get angry at them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know all you Disney nerds love Kim Possible, right? And you love the Rocketeer, okay? So go pick up Jupiter Jet. This isn't a threat. I'm just trying to sound threatening. Is it working? Is it, it is good? working. It is it's working. Very Thank you. It is working. Thank, yeah. Thank you, everybody. But, uh, you also have a comic drive. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so every year, I uh, team up with Operation Gratitude, which yep. is this amazing organization that sends care packages to uh, soldiers, U.S. soldiers overseas, and wounded veterans, and uh, ve- uh, Army soldiers' families. Every, every, if you're tied with the military, Operation Gratitude is going to hook you up. And they try to send you a nice care package at Christmas. And every year, I try to send 22,000 comic books to them to slip into these care packages. And we're running this for the entirety of November. So November 30th is the deadline. But I will tell you, we are right now currently at about 30,000 comic books. We killed it, man. We busted through our goal. Uh, But I would love to activate your listeners Mm -hmm. because uh, this year has been a great year for uh, the Jawan Comic Drive for Soldiers because a lot of the comic book companies have donated with the exception of one, huh. and I want and I want to activate your listeners. Mm. Marvel Comics mm. has not donated, interesting. And so, so my my call out to all the um, you know only stupid answers uh, listeners is to tweet at Marvel and ask them why they haven't donated to the Jawan Comic Drive for Soldiers because lots of other Oni Press donated, yeah. Action Lab Comics donated, Archie Comics donated. Oh, uh, cool. DC Comics uh, kicked it off, of course, with an amazing like 10,000 uh, comic book donation. But uh, you can find all the information. I have a video parked at the top of my Twitter, uh, uh, twitter.com slash Jawan. Yeah. Also, there's a video parked at the top of my uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Jawan, and it has all the details for there if you want to personally donate. And even one comic book makes a huge difference. Yeah, and another way you can donate is if you go to chaostheory.com slash shop. I think it is. Mm-hmm. You can uh, uh, there's a there's a little thing you can donate chaos theory. Really? Yeah, yeah, you can That's uh, cool. you can uh, 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 buy a copy to donate uh, specifically to this drive. Nice. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's very cool. And you already broke the thing. Wait, and it's going till November no- November thirtieth. Yes. Yep. Very cool. Guys, now you can donate comic books to Operation Gratitude all year long, but this is the only month for our drive that we keep numbers of it. And um, I know specifically Operation Gratitude told me that a lot of the soldiers that got comic books last year loved them. Cool. They thought it was crazy. So. That's awesome. That's really cool. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, give a little, okay? Is it time of sharing, giving, doing And it? also, is there anything you'd rather give than the joy of comics? I mean, it's people? pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty rad. It's I'd pretty love to get awesome. a comic. Like, yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. It's yeah. not like they've got shops over well, there probably where they, they don't. Yeah, I was going to say. And I'll tell you, uh, when I was overseas and when I was in the Army, I did get a comic book and a care package, and it kind of restarted me reading comic books again. Oh, there you that's go. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. But really quick, let's do a uh, favorite segment of the show, mainly the main one, the mm-hmm. only one we have. It's called What Are We Into This, this week. week? Yeah. Did that's... you get confused halfway through? Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> what are we? Wait a second. He, What's this? He, I'm gonna be honest. He caught me. Welcome, <laughs> welcome well, to did, the mall. To be uh, fair, to be fair, you didn't hide it very well. <laughs> what are you talking about? They can't see my face unless they're watching live on Patreon. Hey. <laughs> Saved it. If they're, <laughs> if they're watching on Patreon, I bet they're being like, Jason's just, just constantly swiveling in his chair. Like, nah, it's fun. It's I'm doing it. Keeps too. the energy. Yeah. Keeps, yeah. The energy Keeps you awake. Yeah. Uh, DJ, kick it off with Wii. Uh, I got a couple things. Week. I actually had a chance, even though this week was crazy hectic, we had our signing at House of Secrets, which Woo! went really well. It was great meeting our fans. Um, uh, the, the second printing of Chaos Theory is sold out. So if you, uh, there's a list of stores at chaostheorycomic.com slash retailers. Um, if you can't find it in one of those short stores, it's gone. You can't order online anymore. However, there is a third printing with a slick black and white cover. That it is can, pretty cool. That, that will be coming to shops soon. Um, and you can get online right now at chaostheory.com slash shop, which we mentioned earlier. Um, so that's super exciting. But that made the week crazy hectic. However, I did have a chance to go see Last Black Flying. I, uh, I saw that this week too. Yeah, Richard Linklater. It's like I didn't. I didn't know. I was excited for it because mm-hmm. I'm a Linklater fan. Yeah, I didn't even know it was in theaters. And uh, so I went and I stopped and and um, it it's really great. Um, uh, Steve Carell, uh, his the pitch of his voice activates my tear ducts the entire movie just anything anytime he speaks in that movie i start welling up it's like you son of a bitch uh but brian cranston is uh, is in it Lawrence fishburne is in it um it doesn't necessarily hit some of the highs of some of other link ladder movies like bernie or boyhood or um uh, everybody wants some which mm-hmm. i think is fantastic um but it is it is a really I, I love the way he explores humanity and the way people interact and the way they it's based on a book too. Yeah, and yeah. just just the idea of these of of there's no like concrete answers or anything. It's just people exploring the idea of patriotism and uh, serving your country and and what it means. In uh, these are all Vietnam veterans, uh, the main guys, but they're dealing with the loss of somebody that died in the Iraq War, and so these are very complicated conflicts uh, with a lot of complicated em- emotions and baggage attached to it. Uh, so I I really uh, dug that, but also I'd like to mention that uh the finale of vice principles aired on hbo last weekend mm. and it was bug nuts awesome and hilarious so happy i can finally binge it i've been waiting for it to finish it's well apparently they shot it all at once they like did. yeah yep. they i yeah, didn't yeah. i didn't realize that which is it's funny that in the second season i think is even better than the first one. Oh, that's good to hear yeah and it's the second to last episode has one of my favorite sequences in a comedy Ever, which one it's is just, this one again? This uh, is this is Danny McBride mm-hmm. and Walton Goggins um, playing vice principals that are both vying for the job of principal in a South Carolina school. That's kind of the pit. It veers off that pretty quickly, but that's kind of like the, and the it's intro. HBO, right? It is HBO. Oh, cool. And so it's the same guys that did uh, Eastbound and Down. Down. Um, that's the show. Okay, that's what yeah. I was, I was like. And I then, couldn't tell um, if this was what a different was the, show. What was the uh, security guard movie with? Um, um, Seth Rogen. Oh, it's oh. not one of his best. I actually like it. No, I mean, a lot. I mean, yeah. as in popularity. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not super popular. I, I like. I know it, what though. you're talking about. But okay. Serve and report. Serve and report. Yeah. Observe and report. But it's one of that. It's very dark humor, but it's great. And I, I swear, man, between this and The Shield and Justified and every movie he's been in, like Walton Goggins is a national treasure. Like I just, yep. he's, um, mm-hmm. he's amazing. He's my favorite. He's one of my favorite actors in Hollywood, and that's why he's I'm so. He's the villain. He's the villain of Ant Man too. He's the villain of Ant Man yep. too. He's also the one of the main reasons I'm excited about Lara Croft. Tomb Raider, yeah. Tomb Raider, because he's, he's the villain of that, too. Exactly, and it's just one of those, <laughs> like, hopefully he doesn't get lost in the blockbuster shuffle. Yeah. Uh, because he's just he's just a really great performer, mm-hmm. and he just finds great humanity and just really 
awful human beings. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I recommend that because it's hilarious. Very cool. No. Jason, anything you'd like to, anything you checked out this week that you'd like to? Uh, well, I'll say, I'll say a little thing. I saw, I saw a super secret thing uh, that is going to come out in a couple weeks that stars a lot of our favorite superheroes and how they cross over. Yeah. I got to see that early, and that was really amazing. What could you mean? Um, <laughs> so there's enough cl- there's enough uh, hints there. Um, but, you know, um, something that I've been really enjoying week after week, and I haven't talked to you guys about it yet, is the Orville. Really? I haven't checked it out. Okay, so, like, I watched the pilot. I watched the second episode, and I really didn't dig it. And I was flying to New York Comic Con, and I needed something to watch. And there were by that point, there was, like, three episodes that I hadn't seen. So I was like, all right, screw it. I'm going to give this a go. And I put episode three, episode four, and episode five on my iPad. And episode three, it kicks into gear, and it's an amazing show. And it's a show really? that I now look forward to every single week. And because... I'm a big Star Trek guy. You know I am. And Discovery is just not doing it for me. Okay. Discovery is, is such a rough show. Yeah. It seems like it has no idea what it wants to do. And I just, I'm, half the time I'm like, this is not what I want from a Star Trek show. And the Orville is giving me what I want from a Star Trek show. Cool. It started out as this parody, but now it's become this like straight up TNG sort of sci-fi thing that when you end the episode, you're like, huh, that's something to think about. Wow. I never thought about it. Something like, like, like they're presenting these moral issues and giving you this debate on them. And it's, and it's quite, it's, it's genius. I, I, I can't believe that Seth MacFarlane has basically pulled off the greatest Star Trek fan film of all time. And it's good. Nice. Um, now the weaknesses of it are, is that Seth MacFarlane and Adrian Palicki are the leads. And I don't think either one of them should be the leads because they're yeah. not that great. Um, I <laughs> wish the cat, I wish the captain was anybody else, but Seth MacFarlane, but yeah. a lot of the episodes don't focus on the captain. He's usually just an ancillary character and the crew that's under him, like the pilot and the weird aliens and stuff like that. And the, and the robot that's basically data are really good and they're actually really good actors and since most of the plots focus on them it's uh it's really great but it's one of those weird shows it's definitely not paced like a modern show it's paced like a show from 1996 so if this was on the air in 1996 it would be like the number one show on air but since it's now it's it's um it's a little strange like it's not the greatest show in the world but I just yeah. Every time I finish an episode, like the Star Trek fan in me, I'm like, there it is. That this That's is cool. This is what I want. I am bummed to hear about that from Discovery because I watched the first two episodes and I actually really enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. And so it's a bummer that it didn't. It doesn't necessarily maintain. Is it that. done or is it? Like, it is, um, it's, 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 it's on its winter break. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It just finishes nine episodes. Uh, my my problem with Discovery is that they again it just. Every, every other episode is good. Yeah. Me. Like, they'll, they'll give you, like, a really good episode, and then they'll give you an episode where they just fall flat on their face. And you're like, guys, you just, you, you nailed it last week. Yeah. What happened? What, what, where, where to go? <laughs> That's um, a bummer. So, but, uh, yeah, uh, the Orville is a lot of fun. And uh, I got to see episode one of The Punisher, and I was quite surprised with how subtle and different it was. It's Very not cool. the show that you expect. Well, we're going to be doing a live stream. If you're listening to this Monday, we did one on Saturday. But yeah. those episodes live on riff.tv slash only stupid answers, but also the rest on our Patreon. Yeah, not doing the whole series. That's uh, we're a little tired. We're, yeah, we've done we've three done, this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's been a lot. It's but, too um, much to watch. And we've also kind of gotten spoiled with the eight episode thing. So now staring down the barrel of thirteen, it's like <sighs> that's a lot. Like we had, a, we would have had to have started at nine a.m. or eight a.m. and like, early, yeah, and we're yeah. still finishing at eleven. It's not. It's you still be going to like two. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's too early. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, but for me, um, I we talked about this last week, but um, on our. Dad wrote a porno uh, episode, which yeah. was a lot of fun to make. Uh, but I want to bring up Florida Project again because I wanted to ask Jason if you've seen that yet. Florida well, Project. 
The what project? The, the Florida Project. No, I have not. It is an indie movie from A24. It okay. stars Willem Dafoe. He's the only like name. name yeah, that's the mom to it. is actually an Instagram celebrity. I found out after. Really, yeah. that works perfectly. Yep, it for, sure does. Yeah, so it, it's just like uh, like the life of all these people that live in the projects in Florida, right outside of Disney World, and they live in a like a motel. Yeah. Uh, oh. That is oh, like called... a Pepto Bismol purple do painted. They, do motel. they all work in Disney World? Is that kind of the no, idea? No, they don't all work. Ah. Yeah, and yeah. it's following these kids during summer break, but you're also like you're meeting the main like kid's mom who's like 19, 20, and she doesn't like, have a job. She mainly just like does drugs, she parties, she's like doesn't have her life together. Mm-hmm. But Willem Dafoe's so charming, and I, I wanted to bring it up again because I, I don't know if I got to speak about it enough in the last yeah. episode. And if we did a whole episode on Florida Project, I don't know if you guys would want to listen to it, no. to be completely honest. But um, if you get a chance, <laughs> uh, I highly recommend checking it out. It's definitely going to at least get some buzz around. I feel like it's going to get some buzz around yeah. for um, at least Willem Dafoe, at yeah. the very least. It's really cool to see Willem Dafoe as kind of a more a fatherly, loving figure, and it's cool the different speeds he can hit because most of... I associate him mostly with bad guys. Yes, uh, yes. Because um, he's so good at it. Uh, but it's from the same director that did Tangerine. And so it's the same, like, Ooh, just just okay. like watching a world and, and not judging a group of people by the way they live, just kind of observing it. And, and, and while also having its heart on its sleeve for the underdog, for the people that have kind of been like pressed out of the system yeah is it in a limited release right now or yeah. where, can, where, where can you find this i'd say it's not it's semi-limited because it was at an, a normal amc like it oh, you okay. just yeah. keep an eye out like it, it there's at least eight different theaters that have it in la right. yeah you, you live in a town where it's pretty easy for you to find it oh yeah, yeah. some okay. of our listeners i'm not so sure yeah but if you yeah. can get a hold of it it's really worth checking out but also what i'm into this week i'm gonna say go check out last week's episode of only stupid answers because I'm a big fan of the person that we got to bring on. And afterwards, I did have a little mini freak out in my car because yeah. it was definitely a fan moment for me because I'm a big fan of my dad wrote a porno. Yeah, and he's, a, and he's a good dude. He it was, was really it dude. was so fucking funny. It yeah. was a it was a pleasure having him on. Really quick though, want to read some uh, what we're into's from Reddit, then we'll get into some Justice League talk. Whovian four two nine one rereading Lemire's run on Moon Knight. It's a good run. Yep. Uh, started A D by Scott Snyder and Lemire. That's a great book. Listening to the Southern Reach trilogy on audible don't know it don't know that one no. um uh it's the movie starring natalie portman and oscar isaac oh, yeah. called annihilation i oh is that yep. that's coming out soon that's, uh, i think february yeah it yeah. looks cool i've, read, I've read the first book of annihilation it's a fun read uh and then i'll read uh this is a good little whatever segue into it lying cat bug saw justice league and oh boy did i enjoy it stay through the credits the first mid credit scene is something i'd wanted to see since i watched same. jlu all those years ago uh as the, yeah same uh same yeah, yeah. totally and yeah. same yeah all right i think that's a perfect segue into spoiler free talk for justice league yes you ready yes you ready the spoiler Spo- free spoiler free. free okay before we get into spoilers so spoiler I c- free i can't mention when ambush bug showed up i no, know that, it's tough oh, okay it's great it was yeah. a great moment yeah. it was pretty <laughs> it was a tear came to my eye i'll yeah. be honest it's yeah. what i've always and wanted. i can't believe that they act he was actually played through mocap by henry winkler that was it's, amazing it was insane <laughs> uh perfect casting so um uh elephant in the room uh, Justice League is getting torn to shreds yes. by the critics what? and I'm going to be honest I was sitting in there with a sense of dread in the pit of my stomach like just I don't know you just you want to like a movie and people are tearing it apart and I I thought the criticism while those movies are not 
perfect, but or even they're they're on the on the wrong side of fine. Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad, like they th- those those were ripped apart, and it's like ah oh, man, yeah. And I really liked it. Like yeah. I kept waiting for the movie to get like bad, like and 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 I I, I uh, understand criticism that like you. you if I were to take the fanboy out of fanboy out of myself, it's probably a high C, maybe. Yeah. For me, loved it. Loved. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of moments that like our we had a great audience. They were cheering there throughout was one the movie. Dude he was who, a little too high. He may have been peeing himself. Yeah. He was like he was like there was uh, Barry. Barry told a joke, and yeah. it was like it was the same joke from that one Comic Con clip from two years ago yeah. and he's like <laughs> he's like he was yeah. like throwing his arms up in the air hey, can he was, I keep this joke I was like <laughs> I'm like man okay like I'm not even upset in a normal theater I'd be really pissed yeah. off at you right now but hey you're having a great time yes. same thing happened in Ant-Man I'm like that movie's not that funny yeah. that dude needed to calm down anyways uh, I really enjoyed it as well I, we we actually turned to each other and we're like are you really enjoying this and we're like yeah, yeah. like yeah me too like why like it's, it's nice that we're actually enjoying this movie mm-hmm. so much I totally agree I'd give it a C plus B minus at at there's times when it feels like an A plus just because the moments so yeah, great. Yeah, just the moments. But so you cool. can't a movie can't be you know you can't judge a movie just based off yeah. this one scene. So yeah. overall, there's definitely some flaws, and I think there's not a single person who can't say that. Everyone says like uh, like even fans of this movie are like, no, there's flaws. Like this movie yeah. isn't perfect. There's there's problems with it, but there are so many good character moments. Uh, I'm uh, I'm always pleasantly surprised when the people you're like oh they cast that person to play so-and-so and then then you go and see them and you're like actually i like this interpretation yeah i don't think there's a member of the cast that i'm not totally down for yeah that i don't think yeah that's the thing that impressed me the most about this i think the justice league is so well cast yeah and i want to be like whoever Zack snyder's casting person is is a genius because they nailed it with gal gadot and now they've nailed it with ray fisher i think ray i was not expecting to like Cyborg as much as I did. I walked out of this movie being like, wow, that guy killed Cyborg's yeah, performance. Right. Um, and then even with Ezra Miller and The Flash, I, I walked out of the Justice League being like, I want a Flash movie. I want Flashpoint now. Yeah. I want it tomorrow. Um, and, and I agree with you. Like, There are some pretty big flaws, and I think the biggest one is the villain. Um, and I think, um, for me, the CGI is a big weakness of this movie as well. But they are so good at the moments of interacting with each other. It kind of reminded me of some of the CW crossovers where when you actually think about the CW crossovers and the plot of them, you're just like, ah, oh, that's kind of dumb. But seeing like Arrow and Flash interact is so good that you don't care. And I feel it's the same thing for this movie. I, I would give it a, a, a B minus is where I would put it. Um, because, yeah, it's not perfect, but um, it's really fun. And to be honest with you, for all the stuff we've heard about this movie over the last year, how it's like it's two directors and, yeah. and we don't know how much of a re- was reshot and stuff like this, the fact that it was basically palatable is yeah. a, is a is a success, I think. Yeah, I, I, I was uh, talking about this on a different review show for New Rock Stars, and mm-hmm. I was talking about we know too much about this how this movie was made. Yeah, yeah. like uh, I said, it's you never want to know how sausage is made. You know, it's just like I don't want to know about the stupid problems with Henry Cavill's mustache. I noticed it immediately; like you can see it on his face. I but only I noticed it in like two that. shots. Yeah, yeah, for me, for me yeah. too. And I think that's the thing is like, honestly, I think if we didn't know that, yeah. nobody would notice. Exactly, yeah. because, they, because now they're looking for every second. The second Henry Cavill hits the screen, like where's the mustache? And you know 
soon as like is, you think of two directors, you're like, oh, this is going to be a mess. And people are like, I can totally tell this is Joss Whedon's writing. I'm like, no, actually, you can't. Like, yeah. I there's some jokes added, maybe. It may, some fell flat, some didn't. But like, there's no way you can tell that that's him. The, yeah. only, the only one that I think is super obvious, and this is not a spoiler at all, is Barry's uh, monologue about brunch. Yeah. To me, I was yeah. like, that's definitely Joss Whedon. And it was interesting because we, uh, uh, Roxy co-hosts our, our Super TV show and on show where we talk about the CW yeah, shows. Um, and she and she was bothered by Barry, which I get. But I like, one of the things I like about this is that all of the characters' motivations make sense and, and the humor comes out of character decisions. Like a lot of what Barry does makes sense for somebody who now operates at a speed that none of the rest of the world operates mm-hmm. at. So he's not, and even says he's not really in sync with anybody else. Yeah. And so that, it made sense. It's not just like throwing a joke in there. It makes sense for who he is as a character. And I like that you brought up Cyborg because ever since New 52, I've not been on board with, it. Just it, Cyborg just doesn't gel with the Justice League for me. Mm. And I don't really like the the take that they took in the new 52 super depressing yeah um this movie this is the first time i'm like oh of course cyborg's part of the justice league yeah like i i really he almost has kind of like uh the same role as like the thing in the fantastic four where he's like i don't like the situation i'm in but but uh and he his abilities add uh the 21st century element to yeah. the team you know what i mean i will say that one another another little slight problem with this movie and i noticed and i and i got to see this movie for the first time at the world premiere Very and cool. and you could kind of feel for the first 20 minutes even in the world premiere audience um because um again this is not spoilers for anything but a lot of stuff in the beginning of the movie are scenes that we've seen fully in the trailers. And if you remember Batman v Superman, one of the things that bothered me the most about Batman v Superman is we literally saw every scene in the trailers. Yeah. There was not a single scene that was not in those trailers. And Justice League, there are a lot of scenes that have never been shown in trailers. Yeah. And that was a thing. And I remember for about the first 20 minutes, we were kind of stepping down that road. I was like, oh, I've seen this Aquaman scene. I've seen this Barry scene. I've seen the Commissioner Gordon scene. I've uh, I've seen a lot of this movie already, guys. What do you... And I, you could kind of feel it in the audience, too, where everybody was like, what is... What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> are we going down the same road, please? And but then when uh, they they start the main plan that kicks off the second act, um, it really kicked into gear when they started showing us new stuff. And then I thought like our entire audience erupted. Yeah, you know, it's I don't know. It's one of these things where I don't know why this is the movie that's getting the vit- the vitriol. Like, yeah. why is it the Batman and Superman movie that everybody's going nuts about? Um, and whether you like it or dislike it, because again, it's it's a you know what they're a comic book movie and it was fun and it was enjoyable and we uh you know superman who's not in this movie was awesome yeah uh you know but and that's all i needed yeah and it's funny because it's like i think this is at least as competently made as any most marvel movies agreed every marvel movie we've seen this summer there's been some standouts there's some stuff honestly i think if there were if the jokes were punched up a little bit more more people would be on board with it yeah i don't you think it's the jokes i I mean thor i i I love i loved thor i had a great Mm. time watching it i was okay with thor but when you watch it there's clear problems with how the story works it's like you mentioned it and the more i think about it the more i think you're right about this it's different movies there's different movies yeah. happening um yes and it, it's confusing and uh but because it's so funny and everyone's so likable and you like seeing them these actors play these characters you're okay yeah. with it if this movie had more like funnier moments i think people would be more on board with it not like slapsticky 
you know, yeah. it's funny that 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 that's interesting. I would say that I think the level of humor is fine, and I actually would prefer it not to be funnier because uh, my biggest criticism of Thor Ragnarok was Thor watches his home that he's had for thousands, millions of years be destroyed. And we immediately cut to Korg being like, oh, I got a dead bug in my arm. I got mm-hmm. a dead bug. And I'm, and I'm like, no, Thor is watching his childhood being burned alive. Can we have a moment with this? Mm-hmm. And for Justice League, um, a lot of the moments, I, th- I, th- they, I thought they moved on too fast. Mm-hmm. And again, we, we'll, we can get into this when we get into full spoilers. But um, a lot of the scenes, I thought... We could have we could have used a a, a beat more. Yeah. I, I think this movie could have stood to be ten minutes longer, and that's ten minutes evenly filtered throughout the movie. And that's yeah. like you know when we get the big revelations that we get in this movie, we just spend like thirty seconds more with that scene. I think a lot of these scenes would have bigger impacts. Do we want to move on? We're kind of we're kind of hemming and hawing. Do you want to move on to spoilers? We're, spoilers. We're we're close. I think we're close. But uh, uh, is uh, I wanted to ask before we get into that that yeah. way in case somebody hasn't seen it or if they're on the fence. Because I know there's plenty of people who are like, I don't know if I want to sit through this. It's really short. It's like it's way shorter than you think it's it going to be. It moves. There's no fun. slow point. It's yeah. funny to me that normal movie length we're now like, oh yeah, it's short. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like no, two, two hours, hours is, is yeah. and it's yeah. also perfect for superhero movies. Like, I yes. I get it. Dark Knight was like two plus hours and it nailed it. Most superhero movies don't need that. Well, I, again, I think the, I think the whole reason too why I brought up my comment before is because again you, your comment that we we know way too much about the production of this movie. But yeah. remember there was that report where the original cut of this movie was two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, Ooh. and honestly. I kind of like to see it. I'm glad we didn't I get hope it, we because, see it because I bet we never do. Well, because here's the thing: like on the one hand, if you uh, flesh things out, like I'm gonna my only real criticism, like I understand people's criticism of CGI. For me, Steppenwolf, it reminded me of the Ray Harryhausen stop motion. Like it, it okay, it's unreal, but I don't care that it is. Uh, um, and. Uh, it remi- only- I mean, it was no worse than like who was the big turd wavy thing in Doctor Strange. Dormammu. Sorry, it was totally blanking. It's yeah. literally the same. You thing. said turd wavy. It's thing? A, it I was is like, a giant just space see turd. A turd. The classic waving around in another dimension. They, it was these like- superhero movies love their space turds, man. Yeah. Like fucking Parallax and Green Lantern. Like I don't know, uh, Goldar and Power Rangers, whatever. You're I, w- movies. That- I will say Justice League. We we still had the blue sky beam. Yeah, we did, but uh, we did, the, but it stopped a little bit. Didn't yeah. go all the way up. The only, the only thing that stood out for me is I can't <laughs> I really. Forgot. There's one specific scene where with Aquaman that I don't understand why it happened, and I don't really know why Aquaman's there, even though I'm happy he's there. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, but but that's it. Like that's that's um uh that's it, and uh, I don't remember that was in reference to something mm-hmm. that I was making that point, and really? now I don't remember. What Last it is. question, well, and yeah. then we'll give a quick rating, and then we'll get into spoilers. Yeah, favorite character favorite is it newcomer or because i think by the end of it i think uh wonder woman was still like the standout like favorite right behind her though is cyborg is the one i was like i'm pleasantly surprised i wouldn't i'm sorry sorry. yeah no go ahead yeah i wonder if dj and i are gonna save the same character maybe do it on three ready okay ready one one Two, three, Superman. Superman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there, we're gonna high five that. There's moments in this movie that, like, I've wanted 
Yeah, we'll get into spoilers. It's uh, it, it made, that it was makes very me, cute. That was very me, very but, cute. But I agree. Told, I really liked it. Yeah. I, I yeah. am. I was engaged by all these characters. Each each of these characters get a beat. This movie actually has a theme, which Thor Ragnarok didn't bother to try to do, um, which is the idea of of overcoming darkness with with hope, and that applies to each of the characters. Yeah, or fear, or coming over fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. overcoming those things to to be better. And and I honestly feel like this movie retroactively makes Batman. V Superman and Man of Steel better because they built to this. I sort of agree with you. Yeah. I sort of agree with you. Yeah. At least makes them matter. I guess. Yeah. I don't like know about it, better. In well, but my it, co- it, it applies. It builds yeah. towards this. You know what I mean? It's kind of a similar way that I felt with Captain America: Civil War. Like Ant Man was fine, and then I saw Ant Man and Civil War. I'm like, give me a ton of these kind of like mid tier movies <laughs> if they show up in movies like this. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, 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 it is. Yeah, it's, Superman is just. Um, He's he's electric in this movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish he was electric in this movie, but that doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> no spoilers there. But um, Henry Cavill just seems to be having so much fun with the part in this because he finally gets to actually play Superman. Um, I see, but I really like Man of Steel. So, um, but this is. But I, the problem I would say, like and I, I've heard this from a bunch of people, the, the the biggest problem with Man of Steel for me is that it's su- it's Superman Begins. Like he doesn't really actually get to be Superman in the movie, even in the final scene, he's not Superman. Yeah. But this is yeah, we finally get to see Superman, and there are parts in this movie, especially towards the end, where I literally felt like I was reading Grant Morrison's JLA, yeah. and there were scenes and the interactions and the way people looked. I was like, oh my god, I cannot believe that I'm looking at this. Like, so if you're, I would say if you're even on the fence with this, if you are. Any, if you ever read a Justice League comic book, you have to go see this movie yeah. because even if you only like one scene, I guarantee you this movie will give you one scene where you're just like, that's amazing. That's no, amazing. There is, I think there's one scene we can all kind of agree on and we'll get in then spoilers yeah. that was just, uh, it might be my favorite scene in any superhero movie because of yeah. how well executed it I was. I would even say if you're just a superhero, uh, unless you're like super Marvel ride and die, forget everything else. Like if you're just a fan of superhero movies, yeah. check it out because it's, it's, it's a solid superhero movie. Yeah. It's all not, right. not going to rewrite the script, but it's a solid superhero movie. I think yeah. we're all around the same kind of rating. I'm not going to do any like I, fun rating. No, unless I think you we should. One. I have one. You I have one. It's got Look a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so out of 40. No, it doesn't. So, well, I just looked it up. It's oh, 40. sorry. If you look at top critics, it's a 24. Okay, well, let's go with 40. Let's out go of, with 40. Out of 40, what would you give it out of 40? Oh, 40 being the, the top? The, the, yeah, 40 being... What a weird rating system. Oh, have you guess... not been here when we do the no, weird I ratings? Know, okay. <laughs> you change them every time. Right? Exactly. Yes, we do. <laughs> out of 40? Oh, out man. 40. I want to hear your, your ratings first. Uh, oh, out of 40, I give it a th- 20... Mm, 26 27 i this is what i always do pretending like that makes any sense yeah Yeah. i what for for me and this is based off me and my feelings watching the movie uh i'd give this movie a solid b uh because there was a moment there there were a few things that are like eh, but there were a few things that just blew my mind so for me it falls on a solid b so what would is that a 35 no that's too high is that a 30 28 28 all right Jason, uh, I'm going to give it a 30. Okay, just uh, I mean, I would give it a B as well, but I'm just going to go go with it. if we're even going 30. on the 40 scale, I'm going to give it an even 30. All right, 40. I'll give it an even no. 30 too. Yeah. I, I like even numbers. Very <laughs> cool. Uh, and I'll quickly read some reviews we have in the comment section. Watching live, thank you guys so much. Uh, Maggie Whitmer, Ezra Miller has my heart. I became infatuated with him after Perks of Being a Wallflower. He's amazing in that, and I really love seeing him evolve as a star. And he was very good in this. Also, Robert Gonzalez, I love Justice League. It felt like an episode of the Justice League animated show, and that's exactly what I wanted. That's another way I think a good way to describe. 
describe it. This is like a really solid pilot for a show that I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agreed. If these Marvel movies feel like little episodes of like building to Infinity War, that's like our that's our baby. That's yeah. our big one. Uh yeah, this is this is a cool little first chapter, a little prelude. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is weird because there's technically two to three before this one, but <laughs> pretend those are just you know. Those are the little prologue things they put out. Yeah, that's the forward. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I think we're ready for spoilers. Let's get into it. Uh, Favorite moment, just to jump off, I think Sam and I at least probably have a similar favorite moment, although there's a bunch of highlights. But for me, like... The favorite moment yeah. is, well, uh, yeah, I, man, man. Yeah, please. I'm, I'm pretty certain one of yours. It, it's, it's Barry realizing, or Superman turning and looking at Barry as he's yep. running. It's the most terrifying slash hilarious scene I've ever seen in a superhero movie. And Ezra Miller, comp- that, that made me just love him as the Flash. If he can have those mm-hmm. kind of facial expressions of just like, it's just an, oh shit, there's nothing I can do right now. <laughs> Even if I try to run away, he'll still just be yeah. kind of right behind me and the I, entire when I, time. When I, when I saw this movie on Monday night, I literally texted Sam and told him, I was like, there's going to be a Flash moment that you're going to freak out over. Yeah. It's yeah. Amazing. I, thought, I thought it was the race at the end, which is still That's, great. That actually was what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the race, but no, that is perfect. It's literally perfect. You needed a moment where we all knew Superman was going to fight the League at some point. And, yeah. like, and, and the way it happened, I actually liked it. it and I like the element they add to Cyborg that he doesn't know what's happening to him. He doesn't know, like, yep. his body's not talking to him. It's making new upgrades and adjustments all the time. And we get a hint at the end he just gets to have a logo, but that doesn't mean that he has full control his over how his suit body at the is. end of the movie, though, is awesome. Yes. It's so yeah. good. I wish that was just the yeah, suit. Yeah, I wish that was the movie suit. Yeah, yeah. it's a bummer yeah. that it's not. Um, but him attacking Superman made sense and that just moment where Superman's holding Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, and him turning to see Barry, and he just tosses it's, them. He tosses it's them such a away. Great, it's it's whole scene, the whole scene with Superman. One, I actually really like the way they brought Superman back. I was it, not expecting it. Well, that's, not expecting it. You were it. talking about how the first part of the movie, stuff we saw, but beyond that, it was really refreshing to go to, because that was a problem I had with Thor Ragnarok, yeah. that literally everything in it I knew about before going into you it. You could kind of piece out the movie. Yeah. yeah, and it was refreshing to go to see a movie that from that moment, I didn't know how Superman was going to come yep. back. I definitely didn't know what the teasers were at the end. Uh, another moment that um, that we both kind of like, oh, wow, was the flashback to when the, the Atlanteans and the tribes of men and <gasps> Amazons were fighting. And then Steppenwolf, the Green, the Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yep. And then what I thought at the time was... Uh, uh, ancient Shazam, but actually turns out to be Zeus. Zeus. Uh, but you, I still choose see, to think it's by the ancient way, Shazam. Uh, Ares is in that fight too. Really, Ares is the guy. You, there's a, there's a certain guy that jumps up and and, and axes uh, Steppenwolf in the shoulder. Yeah, that's Ares. That's wow. so cool. Yeah. Moments like mm-hmm. the moments and like Artemis. That. I'm guessing right or Apollo. It's it's, it's I think it's Artemis. Artemis. Okay. Yeah. yeah she's got she the, has the bow that takes down the ship. So yeah. cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And so there's just these these like moments that were genuinely surprising mm-hmm. and I haven't had that in a movie since maybe when Nick Fury came out at the end of Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, see that's the thing I thought about like for me when 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 they start the plan to bring back Superman this movie like locks in and that's why Superman is the best character in this movie for me because everything about him is what seals this movie together. Like again, the beginning of this movie I was like, oh this feels very Batman v Superman. We've seen all these scenes like it's a little the editing's a little wonky, but then when they were like, let's take this mother box and let's resurrect Superman, I was like, what the yeah. F- 
F? Are you kidding me? And then you were correct. That we knew we were getting evil Superman. We didn't know if we were going to get a suit. Um, but to be honest with you, I, I find it kind of funny that the first adventure of the Justice League, they get their asses handed to themselves. And so Batman just like, we need Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Frankenstein him back to life. I love that. How do you get out of the, how do you take down the flash? Oh, he got a little cut on his leg. He got like a, yeah, he got asses thrown classic. Yeah, yeah. Classic. He yeah. always has to have something on his leg. But there's also little, and, and these are, these are the things that I think elevate it for me beyond whatever, whatever issues people have. Little character beats that Joss Whedon's really good at. Yeah. Um, where, where Flash is like, <laughs> Listen, guys, I just push people, and Batman's like, all right, just save one person, and then you'll know what to do. It's a great, it's great Batman speech. And then and then beyond that, at the, at the very end, when uh, Cyborg and Superman have to pull the boxes together, and Superman's like, I, I really like being alive. And Cyborg and Cyborg has a moment where he realizes, like, oh, I like being alive, too. He completes his character arc. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, those, it's, it's that stuff that really makes this movie sing, and again, makes me even more confused why people... the critics hate it so much that's you know the exact mean? moment where they're pulling apart the the three mother boxes at the very end where i was like that's grant morrison jla for me and especially the moment where like superman shows up and he goes to batman in the final fight and he's like where do you need me and batman's like we got to take this because it's destroying the world and superman's like well i know you didn't resurrect me because because you you like me and the batman like it's not that i don't not like <laughs> yeah. you uh-huh. you know and i was like and then superman's like Phew civilians like he holds up his hand i was like this is grant morrison justice league this is amazing and i cannot believe because those character um their character beats the what they're saying and how they're interacting are like beat for beat the characters from the comic books and it it was blowing my mind i love it i'm a big fan of truth and justice Justice. (laughs) i'm like that I can't not be happy about that, <laughs> yeah. but that is the cheesiest shit, and that yeah. made me so happy. Yeah. Uh, and the the save, you get a little Flash Superman race of them like saving the slowpoke. Sh- oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. amazing. He, he you you get a building. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's funny because when we saw the scenes of that Russian family, I was like, oh, this is going to be. Um, the this is going to be a family that Superman saves. I, I was like, I was like, this is why we're seeing this family. So the I thought same. Was, I thought the same thing. I, so I thought it was interesting that they gave that to the Flash, and then Superman carries a building away, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which was a cool moment. Uh, other cool moment. Uh, the first like real like. Although I really like even the intro where Batman is using the criminal to lure the parademon. You like, mean the thought, uh, the Netflix Mindhunter Justly crossover? Yeah, yeah. Mindhunter. Also, <laughs> he was also in Lights Out on yep. FX, yep. and that, that actor. He's a good actor. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Um, but uh, the first real standout moment is when one. Woman blocks all those bullets oh, when yes. the guy with the machine that gun is sitting. That scene was so good. Yeah. Oh my god! And then another favorite moment for me is the Amazons playing keep away with the box from Steppenwolf. They was were badass. They were really it, it, now. That's where some of the CGI of the movie starts coming up. Coming up because I'm like, oh, that is totally. They are not outside at all. Like it, this looks so video game. Same with the the park, the Metropolis Park, where they meet Superman. You, yeah. You're like, oh, you guys are totally in a green screen. But yeah, their actions and how they move, like especially the one where the the girl jumps off the horse lassos the box and then like shoots the arrow before and you see Steppenwolf's axe like come almost to her stomach and they cut away and I was like whoa it was a great yeah there are even though there was a lot of CGI in this movie like those beats like really worked like I was very impressed in the final fight with how much Aquaman is just tossing this trident and then like punching Steppenwolf right in the face and like none of Steppenwolf's like powers really bother Aquaman and I I was really really impressed with that um although um I gotta ask you guys 
What did you think about the Atlantis sequence? Because I was kind of so bothered confusing. by it. It's 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 weird. I liked seeing Mara use her powers, and a lot of people were asking online. They're like, "How does this make any sense?" I'm like, "The city's underwater, man. Of course, there's going to be somebody down there that can just like it's magic. Yeah, it's why is anyone power. why is anyone alive down there? Yeah. Like, it, they're going to have some powers. I liked her using it. That sequence though of her and him talking was strange because it's like, wait, do you guys literally not talk to each other? Yeah, unless you have a bubble of well, air somewhere. And, and also, like, I bet he, you they get rid of that by the time Aquaman movie. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he yeah. makes it. He makes it seem like he's never been to Atlantis. Exactly. So why did he come? How do you now? know where it was? How do you know where it was? How do you know <laughs> Steppenwolf was attacking? Yeah. How does that motivate him to that? Oh, that's why I brought that up. Is is um, uh, the idea of an extended cut? I would like to. Uh, part of me thinks I'm glad they cut it to two hours because it might have just been longer. Sure, it was just sure. Short. But the flip side is maybe we kind of understand more of what was going on with Aquaman the, and like why he's now around. Th- this is something we got to talk about because, um, again, we know too much about the production of this movie. We know a bunch of people that filmed scenes for this movie that were cut out for this movie. The biggest one for me is Willem Dafoe as yeah. Volko, uh, the Atlantean wizard guy. Not in this movie at all. Nope. Also, Iris totally West. Yeah. Not in this movie at all. Yeah. Um, and they filmed stuff for this movie. And uh, I think it's funny, too, that they originally announced that they cut out... Um, uh, what's his name? Lex Luthor. Um, help me out. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. They said that they cut him out, but then we see him in the end credit scene, which makes me believe that that scene was actually originally in the movie, and then they decided to bump it later. I'm so mm. glad they bumped it, man. I, I, I am too. We'll talk about the end credit scenes in a minute, but I have <laughs> I have feelings about them. But moving through the movie, uh, I, I everyone's introductions was was they were really interesting. Uh, we didn't talk about this uh, earlier, but Cyborg scene with his dad. Shout out to Joe Morton because I'm a big fan of him. Whenever he shows up, he was on Eureka. If you guys ever watched that, show. he's also yeah. the creator of Skynet. He is, and that made, that's an, a that's a great <laughs> nod. That's a great. I think thing. it was nice that he's the creator of Cyborg. No. Um, and uh, it was really cool to see him and and yeah. uh, Ray They're, Fisher interact. Uh, that also that interaction where he's kind of like, oh, the monster, whatever. And, that and line's that's pretty like, great. You're not a monster. He's like, oh, why do you think I was talking about me? There's, yeah. a, there's a nice little piece of uh, acting in this movie, and I don't know whether it was a Zack Snyder thing or it was in the script or whether it's Ray Fisher, but there's several points in this movie where Ray Fisher seems like he's having a hard time speaking English. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. really like that because he mentions that line in that first scene where he says that like there's some weird alien language in my brain. And I like to think that it's elements of the mother box apocalyptic technology trying to overwrite his human brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's also the moment where he's trying to find the boxes and he starts talking to one yes. woman and he's not saying anything. Yeah. Like it's, it's just this weird garbled thing and then he has to correct himself. This, again, like when they said, oh, we're a cyborg solo movie, I'm like, oh, why? But now and after now this I'm, movie, I'm in. Sold. I'm, I'm in. So sold, you know what I mean? Like, uh, especially, I think it, uh, that would be a great opportunity to introduce some of the classic New Gods characters. Yep, like have Ryan show up, maybe. That would be a good. I th- now that you pitched that to me, I yeah. like. I think it'd be fun to have him team up with some of the Titans Just in a way. Cause yeah, I think it'd be really mm-hmm. fun. But then it, it's not his movie anymore. It's it's their movie, and that's a sure. bit of a bummer. I'd like it. It'd be cool to have him star. Yeah, and it's but tough because he doesn't have his own supporting cast like mm-hmm. the rest of the characters have. I think to add a few more stakes uh, to Steppenwolf a little bit, the scene where. Uh, his dad is kidnapped and they're in the tunnel or the big smokestack or whatever and he's just going through and killing the people as he's interrogating him Steppenwolf it would have been cool to see him turning them into parademons oh that's a good beat because they had brought that up and then never did anything with Mm -hmm. it uh, because that's super scary but then when I was thinking about that I was like oh then we just have Batman killing more people again because there's no way to turn them back and those are definitely people yeah. Yeah. so it's a complicated thing but I think it would have added some more of a th- like more of a threat to Steppenwolf you're like yeah. oh my god like he's gonna turn the entire planet uh, everybody on it into let these me, things let me ask you this um, because again like yeah Steppenwolf 
they picked Steppenwolf because originally this was going to be Just League Part 1, Part 2. And um, the rumors that are out there is that apparently there was originally a end scene with Darkseid. Darkseid was actually originally in this movie. And then I, from what I heard um, it, through the rumorville is that Joss Whedon cut that scene. Yeah. Now... Because um, he'd already done it with Thanos. Yes, exactly. And I and I think that's a good move. And I also think that's a good move that maybe Just League 2 is going to be the Injustice Gang. Please. To, to be different from that. But let me ask you this. Should they have just done Darkseid? Should this have been Darkseid? Here's why I say no. Um, because, uh, one, it's hard to go to... It's hard. What's bigger than Darkseid Anti-Monitor? Like, where do you yeah. go from there? There's nowhere to top it. And I will say with Steppenwolf 1, I actually really like... Steppenwolf is similar to Ares, which he serve, he's completely serves the function of bringing the best out of the heroes and mm. doesn't add much more. But I like Syrian Hines' delivery, a lot of the lines. Like yeah. one of my favorite lines is when he's fighting one of them, like, oh, you have the blood of the old gods in you. The old gods are dead. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's throwing shade. But it also, seeing Steppenwolf and seeing how hard we had to work to stop Steppenwolf makes me terrified of dark side mm. like if this is stepping if, if this is they just, needed superman to just to defeat step yeah if this yeah. is just one guy it's like oh, dark side's gonna be a nightmare mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and i think it'd be fun if the sequel had the injustice league which would be amazing please and I've then wanted... you have dark side show up and you're like oh my god and then you get a big team up you gotta do it you get yeah. the suicide squad you get all the villains yeah. because that's one of the most fun thing about dc events is when you get to throw the I, villains in there yeah. I, I just wish for steppenwolf um, because we saw it with Ares, um, because David Thewlis plays Ares, and he's in that suit, but you can see his face. Yes. And even though his suit is CG, like Ares looks so much better than Steppenwolf does in the entirety of the movie. I kind of wish they had just done the same thing with Siren Hines. I wish they would have just painted his face white, put him in a suit of armor, and f- film him in a green screen, and then just embiggen him, like make yeah. him bigger. Because yeah. yeah. I think it would have worked. Because again, like there's no point of this movie where I was like, yeah, Steppenwolf looks real. Yeah. That's true. No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't buy that at all. But I totally, I was fine with it. I, it, I, it never bothered me that he, yeah. the way that he looked. There are scenes when it's like, oh, a horse is going by with the Amazons. And you're like, that's that's fake. I don't, I don't know why it doesn't bother me anymore. Because I'm mm-hmm. just like, no, to be able to do these bigger things, you need to use, you need mm-hmm. to use, utilize CGI. And there's moments where you just can't keep throwing money at them to make it look good, or you have deadlines and you don't have time to make it look that good. But I just don't care. Like I honestly, I guess I always default with one of my favorite movies this year is uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Amazing. Yeah. And Caesar never looks fake the entire movie, and he's on more camera than, more than that for like two uh, hours. Yeah. Maurice and all those movies. <laughs> yep. It's like why'd you get an orangutan to do that? Yeah. Stuff, talking yeah. Yeah. I do kind of hope that they pull a, a Star Wars re-release where it's like they keep tweaking the CG until the the mm-hmm. DVD release because it bothers people. I'm not a good judge of that stuff. Like it didn't bother me either, but also I was super distracted in Spider-Man homecoming by the CG on his face the yeah. whole time. Mm-hmm. And that didn't seem to bother anybody else. And then everybody loved Hulk and Thor Ragnarok and that didn't wow me. So I'm obviously not a good sure, sure. judge of CG in movies. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, uh, um, but yeah, like um, we got to go back to like, again, let's talk about, Batman a little bit because there's a, an amazing setup in this movie which I really dug between Bruce and Diana. One of my favorite scenes in this movie is after he like kind of tells the team to go and he and he tells Aquaman, "Can you can you send out the Aqua 
you know yeah, radar signal, yeah. yeah signal whatever you do you know mm-hmm. and he walks in and and Wonder Woman puts on this amazing cape which I wish she had worn in more of the movie because it had, looks like, amazing longer hair it looked <sighs> like the cover of what's that book we uh, we sent out to somebody it was like a, it's a classic like Wonder Woman book you know what I'm talking about uh-uh. you recommended it to oh, me. oh 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 uh, um the uh, first Amazon or something like that the the true Amazon true Amazon yeah Jill it Thompson's looks, Am- it looks yeah. like that she had like yeah. her hair um, got longer or something uh, yeah. but when he he tries to take off his suit and you see like his back is just like beaten to hell like I love that also because it reminds me of this very famous piece in Batman Black and White that's by Alex Ross where he has the suit off and you see his back is just covered in scars Mm -hmm. Um, because I I liked that little beat between the two of them I wish we'd got to see a little bit more of that like I wish he'd actually taken off his his suit and you just saw he was just yeah but then Ben Affleck would have had to get jacked again I know because that was definitely a reshoot scene yeah (laughs) well and it's funny because those are two moments that two of those moments is one when he's talking to Wonder Woman and he's like hey why aren't you you're just as inspiring as Superman is like why aren't you? Yeah, and I also really liked him admitting to Alfred because as a Superman fan, as somebody that appreciates Batman, but as a Superman fan, I love the moment where he's like, "Superman's more human than I am." Yeah, and it's like that's so true. And, and Jeremy Irons, the, the, like, here's the thing, man. I think his Alfred is so much better in this movie than Batman v Superman, and it might just be the fact that um, he's not as dour in, in this movie as he was in Batman v Superman. But like, I felt he his his uh, his wit, you know, because Alfred yeah. always like his subtext. Uh, um, can I curse in this podcast? Or yeah, go for it. His his subtext for Alfred. This is how you write Alfred. Here's a secret. Uh, your subtext for every line you write has to be "fuck you, Master Wayne." Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I felt that he got that off further in this movie, like especially like it's about time someone in this place had to date, yeah. you know, and. I thought like it was so good like and Alfred's reaction to that line is like sort of like you see like a father being like I failed. Yeah. You know, and that that's such a great moment. Is it weird that I think Ben Affleck might be my favorite movie Batman? No. No. Not he's at all. Because really he's got this really good balance of like, especially this version, because he's got that wry humor. And there's this like predatory, like, like it, you see all the aspects of the the billionaire, the guy that goes out at night and beats people. And he's got the physicality. And it's like, because there's there's talk, obviously, ever since Batman v Superman, like, well, maybe he's going to leave. And then they're bringing Jake Gyllenhaal, who's a fantastic actor. But not a Batman. And it's just like, hey, you. Everyone said that about Ben Affleck too. You could always be surprised. Yeah, always uh, be surprised. I'd rather see Jake Gyllenhaal as Hal Jordan or Nightwing. Or also, also, if you've seen Nightcrawler, he'd make a killer Joker. He would. Uh, But um, (laughs) or Riddler, or Riddler. (laughs) But uh, but I really hope. Ben Affleck sticks around because I, I I like his Batman. I like his take on the character. I think it. Mm-hmm. I think it, I look at it as like, oh, it's Batman. Especially now that he's not blowing people away with. I mean, he's killing parademons with guns. But you know, we and we're bombs. okay with that. Yeah, we're okay they're, they're human. soulless beings. Yeah. Okay, he can they're kill them. Suffering. Yes. Yeah. They're suffering. He's putting them out of their suffering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They have the worst skin rash in the universe. Okay, so so uh, I've got some questions here. Yeah, do we want to talk about the end credit scenes first, or Let's do we want to do it? Let's do it. Let's okay. get it out of the way. Let's so the way. first one is you get the race, and you you get uh, you get so good. It's amazing, and that final shot looks a lot like the print you did for uh, Chaos Theory, yeah. but um, it, it's perfect. It's literally like I uh, I'm gonna be honest. I I texted you the day. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, we were gonna go see it because for some for a company I had to write about it, so I already knew about the mm-hmm. scenes going into yeah. them. Didn't make them any less special though. I when they have their race, it's perfect. It's exactly do yeah, that in I've, every movie. Make that an ongoing joke. That's oh, what I, I want. love that. And, and and Superman like is so Superman where he's like, if I win, you're off the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and Flash has a moment of yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the, and the fact that Barry doesn't know what direction the ocean is is really is is really good. It's you're just like, oh my god, this is Superman 199, the first Superman Flash race come to life. This is a moment as a fan I never thought I would ever see on screen, and yes. there it is. It's there, right, right there. And so I, it's like, how do you top that? And then I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Ever since Avengers one, I wanted uh, good guy team versus bad guy team. It's classic comics 101. It's cool because now you get to. It's the same. It's almost the same appeal of Civil War, yep. um, except these are people that are supposed to not like each other. Yeah. Um, and of course, DC has the best villains in comics. They have the better villains. And yep. and so. You get the you get Arkham, you get the ball guy, and when he's coming up in the, he's no direction, I assumed it was a hologram. I didn't assume it was just some. Some dude. people, it's funny. You could hear it, like I could hear the whispers in, in one of my screens where people thought that that was Luther recast. They were like, "Oh, this is how they recast Luther." Yeah, yeah. And, no, and it's and and again, just like mm-hmm. uh, Henry Cavill finally act, gets to actually be Superman in this movie, Lex Luthor finally actually gets to be Lex Luthor. He's on the boat, and again, things that. Surprises like like normally you know who's get we knew Doctor Strange was going to be in fucking Thor Ragnarok at the end of Doctor Strange, uh, uh, Slade Slade, Slade Wilson, Wilson. Uh, uh, Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke rolls up in the fucking badass costume. Uh, that costume is the sex. It's the sexiest goddamn costume ever. <laughs> I, so I, I have it, a uh, yeah. It's, it's slick as hell. It's so like, I have a couple. Uh, there's a, so when I went to the premiere on Monday, I actually walked past Joe Manganiello. How do you say his name? Manganiello. Manganiello. And I didn't stop him or whatever. But because I my first thought was like, why are you here? Yeah. And then um, when that scene hit at the premiere. It was the biggest gasp cheer of the entire... And it wasn't even seen as suit. It was when it cut to the back of his head and you saw the little bandana. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was like... <gasps> like they yeah. were like, oh my God, it's Deathstroke. Yeah. yeah. No, my, the- <laughs> my brother is a really big Deathstroke fan. And when they when it was like Gareth Evans, the guy who directed The Raid, was tapped mm-hmm. to direct the solo movie, he freaked out. So when that shot happened, yeah. the behind the head, he like got up in his seat. He was like so fucking excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's... Is Deathstroke like Deathstroke? I mean, I love Manu Bennett, and like they have a lot of fun. They and he's do been what they great can. on Arrow the last couple weeks. Yeah, yeah and like, and I, they ha- you actually had a Deathstroke scene when he's being Deathstroke and he's going around killing crazy people like as fast as he can. But a movie budget Deathstroke and him like yeah. doing Deathstroke things. And Joe Mangello looked great when he took off the mask. I, They're yeah. going old Slate Wilson. Yeah, and I also liked how there seems to be like a consensus on how. Slade Wilson's played because it meant, it reminded me a lot of Manu Bennett. Uh, he Manu had Bennett. an accent, right? Yeah, I don't know. It felt like I don't, he did. I don't think he did. But he okay. but I also love uh, talking about Grant Morrison's run um, when they talk about the Injustice Gang and Lex Luthor's reasoning, like, "Hey, Superman has a team, and fuck Superman, I'm going to make my own team." Is the easy and so when he's yep. and even the way the line is delivered, the way the scene plays out, and he's like, "Yeah, Superman's back in that great," and you could just see the, the venom le- in his voice. Let's like, make a league of our own. Yeah, I need it. I need. It was that moment. I was like, I need. I need that sequel right now. I don't care uh, if it's doing poorly in the box office. You need to give me that Justice League two. Because before that, we're gonna have Wonder Woman two. So we're probably gonna have Cheetah. Yep. Uh, we'll probably get the Green Lanterns, maybe with Sinestro, well, like, Black Manta, Black Manta, like, or it'll be Ocean. It'll be. I could see it being Ocean Master because he's in that movie, Aquaman movie I, too. Yeah, I, I like Patrick Wilson a lot, but I prefer to have Black Manta because uh, he's one inter- of my favorite. Villains. The interesting thing about this is that this, to me, this move for Injustice League is very much um, Warner Brothers being like, "All right, so we can't do Dark Side because of Thanos." But we can beat them with the supervillain team. Yes, yeah. we'll beat them to screen with a supervillain because team. because not only do they have better villains, yeah, but one of them is played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. 
I didn't. Yeah, there you, you know go. What I mean? That's where he's so going like, to show up. Then, yeah, that's where that's you have it. to, so, and you have the Suicide Squad too, and like, so you could probably steal pull some, some of them. Yeah, because usually Captain Cold is on there, and that might be. Was, I don't know who they're going to get. Is for that. there one part of you? My vote was Walton Goggins, but now he's the vi- villain in uh, Ant Man. Uh, that doesn't mean. I mean, Perry plays, White is who plays now Captain Cold. Yeah, yeah, Walton Goggins is Captain Cold. Like, that's could, a great choice. I think that'd be really cool. But crazy was old there, man. Would it have been too much? Part of me wondered, like, would it? have added an extra like oh shit if he's like let's make a league of own and you hear jared leto's joker laugh well you know like, here's the and thing and he doesn't have the you tattoo can, and it's can, like hey everything's great now yeah you know it's gonna be the joker like <laughs> it, it, unless deathstroke is supposed to be the batman analog because you go no. you have the, you go off the grant morrison rules it's an analog for each one yeah here's a crazy choice you're talking about captain cold um since ezra miller is sort of an independent film star and a little bit younger i would love to cast captain cold a little bit younger and a little bit like an indie uh would it be crazy if it, captain cold was joseph gordon levitt no no I no, we're, we're still going with sexy Captain Cold that we've got from um, the Flash show, sure, which I'm yeah. fine with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I the love new Captain Cold. He's more like jacked. Yeah. But if you went older, I wouldn't mind John Malkovich just because I want to see him. In those, <laughs> I don't want to put him in those glasses, and I want to. I want him to have to wear a parka in 90 degree heat. I want to see him like. <laughs> I just want to see. I just want to see him suffer. I want that anger though. I want that crazy John Malkovich like, oh my god, I yeah. don't don't run at him. Just don't run at him. I bet he, you movie Captain Cold though has the new 52 powers where it comes from his hands though. No, yeah. I want the gun. I bet you they get rid of the no, gun. I want the gun. I mean, the hands are pretty cool too. It yeah. looked cool because Francis Manipul drew, drew it. That's the only thing that made it cool. Yeah, because he's wearing a sleeveless <laughs> yeah. jacket. It's great. Yeah. I want the gun, man. I want the gun. Oh, and you get a great moment. You didn't read New Fifty Two Flash, really, but uh, there's a great moment where Barry, like Barry, Barry, goes to a bar and he sees Captain Cold there, and he makes him a drink that he can drink and hold because his hands are so cold. Oh, it's a special type of alcohol that he can drink. It's really sweet. Okay, real quick, I do want to go. Why, why do we think we, we don't need to spend too much time on this? Why do we think the the critical reaction is so like not just like oh not for us but like angry i have some theories i want to run past you guys but i want to ask you first i might be too much of a fanboy i don't know i need to watch it i need to watch it again when i can calm down and like really analyze it i rewatched man of steel because i was a really big fan of it mm-hmm. and then there's this moment at rewatching and i'm like oh and now i'm starting to see like where the problems are it's this moment where they zod comes he calls out superman and superman's like i'm gonna give myself up and the army's there and lois is there just because she happens to be at every single situation in this movie yeah. even when she's on the weird bomber like by she the way need to be there amy adams and diane lane great in this movie they are yeah. but in this movie they're in man of steel there's this moment where who's uh, uh, zod's general the woman feora feora she Thank comes you. down and she's like we're gonna need uh kal-el and her and it's like why did you just point to Lois Lane? Like, like literally, Lois and Clark barely know each other. There's no reason to bring a human up there. And when she's up there, she's just in prison and walking around talking to Jor-El. Like, yeah. it, it really doesn't make... Sorry, there's flaws in that movie. And so there's I'm waiting... Every movie. I yeah. know, of course. But, like, I need to go watch Justice League now and see if I can see those and understand the critics more because mm. I don't understand Listen, a 24 well, that's to 40%. The thing. I, can, I can understand looking at this being like, eh, see, because let's be honest, most superhero movies are Cs. They're fine. They're just fine. Like, there's you, Logan and there's yeah, a couple other movies. There's Logan and Wonder Woman. Every the once in a while, one pops above. Yeah, yeah. you got, um, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like I think Winter Soldier is an exceptional action movie, yep. so that starts to rise up. I give you Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1's yep. really good. I personally really like the first Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of them are just fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but, like, most of the Marvel movies get, like, 90s on fucking Rotten Tomatoes. And this is, like, ain't, and, not, and it's not just because, let's be, be real, Rotten Tomatoes rating system is a yay or nay. It's kind of a flawed. I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's a flawed methodology because it's not weighted in any way. Mm-hmm. But, like, even just looking at the criticisms, like, these people are, like, mad about it. Yeah. 
Why? You know, I I don't. I'm kind of with Sam. I don't honestly know because I'm kind of with you, DJ, and and a little bit of because um, I've been competing in the Intergeekdom Schmodown stuff, yeah. nice. and I've been rewatching a lot of the Marvel movies in preparation for that. And when you start watching, kind of like what you notice with Man of Steel, you start noticing that a lot of the Marvel movies have the same plot, yeah, and they're literally same plot for act turns like it's beat for beat for beat and i was like wow and these and and that is the crazy thing because all of those movies will come out and get like 96 percent i'm like like i'm sorry like i've seen all the marvel movies this year and i'm kind of meh on all of them all three of them this year like i because all i gotta do is look at wonder woman i'm like and wonder woman is like a game changer or logan or logan as well logan was a game changer logan killed Um, yeah yeah i really like spider-man homecoming because there was at least it's the same again Mm. i totally agree with you it's the same plot points but when you get the fun twist which you could see coming from a mile away but i didn't when i saw it the first time because sure it's a nice surprise i zone out so at least it was a tiny spin on it so i i wonder if it is the idea that that's what people is that what people want from comic book movies because they look at comic book movies and they and they and and maybe that's the uh, the uh, the um the word here they look at it as a movie and not a film, mm. and they're like, "Well, this is never, this is never going to be any great, you know, all that great. Who cares?" Yeah. And I think is it the, still the thing that people in our society are just so ingrained with Christopher Reeve's Superman that when we don't do Christopher Reeve's Superman or a superhero movie like that, screw you. Yeah. Mm. I, I just I don't honestly know because I'm like, it's not 1978 anymore, guys. Our movies have to evolve, and I, to be honest with you. Just League was just fine, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, but the, but the reaction good, is not just fine. You brought yeah. up a good what is point your yesterday about like Batman v Superman and with the critics. It was, was oh well, yeah. I have a, I made a list. I All made right. a list. I want to run these. I want to run these past you guys. A couple a couple theories of why sure. critics are so angry on Rotten Tomatoes. The they're tired of superhero movies in general. Yeah, but they don't vent that on Marvel movies. Like for some reason, either the fan base or whatever they or or how they feel like all that aggression that's been building up. They feel like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck the DC movie. Like, I'm going to be angry at that yeah, one. Yeah. Theory, that's theory one. That's a good call. Um, theory two. Uh, they got fucking death threats for Batman for not liking Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. And so this is this yeah. is the response. DC <laughs> fans online can get a little uh, pissy. Don't I will ever get death will, threats for any movie ever. It's not worth it. <laughs> I will say as a person who has gotten death threats for many movies, um, it's a real it's a real thing. Yeah. Um, I, and I've gotten I've gotten it from both sides. Yeah. Really? But yeah. it's like, I mean, I understand, though, because people went that movie just made people go crazy. I yeah, like, yeah. All right. I, I was told that my mom should get cancer for not liking Guardians Two, which was I was like, good God. So, comic <laughs> why book are fans, you bad? Yeah, comic, comic, why are you bad? People? <laughs> comic book fans, you can uh, <laughs> yeah. chill out. All right, here's chill another theory. Here's NFL. another theory. Uh, they secretly work for Lex Luthor. I think you nailed it. Okay. All right. Wait. Hold on. I got well, a couple more. Uh, 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 this one we actually did watch two different movies. There were two different cuts, and critics saw one, and they're like, "Oh, that one's not playing." So let's put this cut in the theaters. Uh, uh, I like it. That's this one. Good. This one. All I wrote is Bizarro World. That's all I had for that one. And then last, it's like critics are a part of a community mm-hmm. uh, and a similar career path, so they probably have similar views on things, and they all interact and talk with each other. And they're people, just like we are, and so those things affect them because they're also just people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, it is an interesting thing too, especially since we are in this internet culture where you know there, there's just this this 
fever for like movie reviews. And remember, like like fans now online talk about like when's the re- when's the review embargo? When's it going up? Like fans know that now. Yeah. And five years ago, fans didn't know that at all. And I think it do- it is creating this culture where we are just looking for the movie to shit on. We're we are just oh we're gonna let's go oh, call it. Um, but we are we're just looking for a movie to shit on. And I think and it's crazy because as well like. A lot of critics' reviews, the general consensus of critic reviews, I find never line up with audience, ever. It, it rarely happens because the, the crowd-pleaser movie that people love across America is always the one the critics are like, well, it wasn't a good... It was no Citizen Kane, was no. it? You know, they always give you that review. I, me- I remember reading a couple of them for Wonder Woman, which I think is pretty universally loved. Like, yeah. I have yet to meet the person that hasn't liked Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, my favorite was reading the two reviews that knocked Get Out down from a 100% to 99%. They were just really racist. Which is insanity because that's an amazing movie. It yeah, is. When I they were just super racist. They were like, <laughs> I am appalled that you'd cheer that this white family is being killed. It was like, they're murderers. Yeah. Spoilers yeah. for that movie. Yeah, yeah. no, but uh, but it's fine. But the, and, Which is fine yeah. if that's how you want to review stuff. It just doesn't seem to apply to the MCU movies because they don't have that like, well, well have Citizen Kane. Well, you know let, I mean? let me, let me have, they, have they created so much brand goodwill like Pixar? Yeah, because Pixar has put out a couple bad movies by now too. But that they're basically untouchable. They, maybe because that's another yeah. thing is that they've been doing this. Marvel has been putting out movies for 10 years 20, now. twenty, not not including MCU ones, but going oh, back to yeah. Spider Man mm-hmm. X twenty years. Uh, yeah, it's like twenty years, and now uh, ten years with the MCU. It's like they they built it, which may go back to why that there may be this genre fatigue. But Marvel's built up the goodwill that they don't get the brunt of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's go to our questions real quick. Let's hit it. Uh, John Robert at J.R. Stitz, uh, did you boy people think it was obvious that basically two people directed the movie? Also, do you think it will get an extended edition like BVS? No, it's not obvious that two people directed yeah. it. it. It definitely is the least... Ooh, there's a little burp. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's the least Zack Snyder movie that Zack Snyder's directed. It, it, Agreed. It, it didn't feel like his movie at all, which was... So nice, and it's not not to knock Zack Snyder, but after a while, you can just see it, like you know yeah. that this is his, and like it was just nice to not have that with this movie. The styles yeah. meld very well. I actually, I I don't do not think we will see an extended cut of this because of the two director situation. Really, I would. I, I, I want to see, see it. it. Yeah, I, wanna, we, I would like to see it. But look, we didn't get it with Suicide Squad either. You didn't get we like, fifteen y- extra minutes. Yeah, I didn't add anything. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> uh, will at. Uh, Will F-R-I-C-C um, this is mostly a question for Sam uh, but how was Ezra Miller as the Flash I'm skeptical about him and would like to hear your thoughts on how he is before seeing Justice League I liked him he had to grow on me and there were um, that was weird uh, there were it, it, there were times when what he said that was clearly supposed to be a joke wasn't funny but the situations he would get in are very funny and I, I he like the race with Superman the first one and the second one I thought were really funny um, him just eating shit constantly because he can't really control himself because of how fast he's moving the Superman reveal when he turns his head and looks at him frightening and his yeah. reaction to that is amazing him not knowing where East was when he was running to like go help that family he was like oh, God, I hope this is East yeah. but he has the time to figure it out uh, it, but I did really like him and it did make me excited for Flashpoint or whatever we whatever he goes up against in the future I think he is such a fan of what he gets to do it makes me excited to see him do do you still more. like grant gustin better um 
I, I think we, we talked about this after. Yeah, I think I like I like Grant Gustin on other shows. I like Grant Gustin when that his flashes on Arrow or yeah. on Legends or yeah. an epic crossover. Whenever whenever he pops up on another show, the, that Grant Gustin, then Ezra Miller, then Grant Gustin on the Flash. <laughs> it's not that Grant again. Grant, Grant Gustin on the Flash still great, still yeah. really good. I just uh, they're two different ones. One, yeah. li- one little beat that I'd love to bring up uh, is that there's an interesting choice they did in this movie where have you noticed do you notice how Ezra Miller when he's running as the Flash is almost he doesn't quite run like a human being he like almost overextends himself yeah. which I thought was an interesting choice for especially the at the end which I took as him trying he's enjoying himself yeah. like there's this weird gate that he has on his last the last shot of him running mm. uh, before the end credit Caesar that I think is just him kind of but I liked his little mo- I liked the little idiosyncratic stuff Ezra yeah. Miller added again I, I actually think not just this movie I think one of Zack Snyder's great strengths and it's whoever his casting director is because the casting in his, wh- however you feel about his movies the casting in his movies is it's usually great. spot on yeah, yeah. I know I, I really enjoyed him and I think you guys will enjoy him too it's just also try to not think about the other flashes or the other Which Batman too we're hard in a yeah. multiverse guys exactly yeah. like seriously whoever directs Flash or the Flashpoint movie if you don't use one of your end credit scenes to at least tease Grant Gustin or have him pop you're doing it wrong yeah I agree you know what I mean especially if it's Flashpoint and he's already traveling through time and dimensions and stuff like you can have you can have the tease mm. what if you saw Tyler Hecklin Superman for a second I mean it'd be fun to see Supergirl <laughs> but like you're like wait what the hell I, like, what's what's I actually different? think it would be so cool if, if he runs through the universe and Jay Garrick is John Wesley ship. Wait, that's your tease to no. the Flash TV show. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I thought for a second there was a tease of John Wesley Ship's name for a second. There might I have think been. I, I think I may have missed it. If you guys found it, tweet it at me. Uh, Gary, uh, a Star Wars story presented by Disney at Gary the Third. Oh yeah, now uh, the usernames <laughs> are way too long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one, what do you think was cut to take it from three hours to two? Uh, who would you like to see in the Legion of Doom other than Lex and Deathstroke? And how do you feel about Jake Gyllenhaal taking the over the Batman role? I think we've talked about most of this stuff. Let's yeah. focus on who we'd like to see in the Legion of Doom. Uh, and also probably what was cut, it, we saw the clips of like Barry pushing the window and it breaking. It probably yeah, you'd have Volko. More, uh, more Aquaman, more Flash, just origin I, stuff. Yeah, I kind of think it was probably this, it was probably all the first act. Yeah. Is yeah. My, is my, what that was act cut. does move the fastest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as far as Legion of Doom, I would love to see The Rock's Black Adam. I'd yep. love to see Black Manta because I'm a huge fan of Black Manta. Um, definitely one Batman villain. I always feel like it's, I like the way Justice League, the cartoon did Joker as part of the team because it's it's like batman being part of the justice league it, it's kind of weird like mm-hmm. it's he's kind of not a part of it mm-hmm. uh but it's some so, scarecrow riddler joker some one of those guys uh cheetah cheetah i think would be the one i think cheetah is gonna be the one unless unless for wonder woman it's whoever they introduce in wonder woman 2 yeah. is, is obviously who's gonna be and it'll be interesting in wonder woman 2 if they go cheetah or if they go cersei to stick with the greek gods thing yeah because cersei's another greek god another like I, I i don't know which way they'll go with it who's cyborg if we go with the uh um grant morrison everybody's got an opposite who's Who's cyborg? Well, uh, Grid is, I mean, the one in New Fifty Two, and Grid's pretty cool because of what they've been laying the groundwork for. Of I don't know what's happening inside of me, and maybe that alien, that alien voice talking to him is becomes Grid. Grid. Yeah. Becomes I also, Grid, yeah. yeah, I also think it'd be that's also a good way to segue into doing the Legion of Doom. If you take the Rock of Ages, not the story, but elements of the story, Rock mm-hmm. of Ages, where Lex Luthor's using something that he doesn't understand that leads to Dark Side, that leads to Dark Side and Justice League Three. Yeah. Yep. 
And then he shows up, and they all got to fight together. So wait, so so we yeah, have... oh, oh oh man, I'm sorry. Like you just like right, what you just said like sent me into a Justice League trilogy idea. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah, it's 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 in Justice League for two. Yeah, and then you do Justice League three, where it's in that apocalyptic future that we saw in Batman v Superman. It's all about them preventing that future. Yeah, and and of course at some point they actually have to go to Apocalypse, which I'm mm-hmm. excited to see. Like. You could do not. Hopefully, they really sink into it. And again, yeah. I you got to get the right person for Dark Side. Like yeah. that's important. Yeah, I think they can do it. I think, yeah. they'll, I think they'll nail that. Um, and uh, wait, I just had this idea. Oh, Sinestro, yeah. because they're gonna get the yeah. Green Lantern Corps movie. And man, Mark Strong was a really good casting choice for could, Sinestro. Uh, I say cast him again, but he might be uh, Savannah, Savannah, which is a really cool oh, casting too. That's a good choice. Yeah, I mean, also do... when you think about it, he could be Black Adam too if he really bulked up. He has to look for yeah. it too. It's just he's. A, it turns I, out he's just a good actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think we got everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, last one, uh, Danny uh, Takanaga. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. At Dan H. Talk. Um, <laughs> Finish the thing. I just okay. Had thing I was uh, yeah. We know Shazam and Green Lantern are coming. Which heroes would you like to see join the DCU JL roster in the future? Okay. Yeah, he says, having actually enjoyed the, t- the take on Flash, I'd be curious to see how the DCU adapts their versions of Green Arrow, Supergirl, and Black Canary. I love, by the way, the beat where Wayne Manor is going to become the new Hall of Justice. And I love the line with the table. Like, the, the table. The, the, the chairs. For six, for six. And she's like, but room for more. more room like, for more. I was like, I was like, that's that to me completes Batman's character arc from Batman v Superman. Yeah, he's going to rebuild Wayne Manor. Uh, and I also like the their their mom. I I don't really feel like they built a relation, like a romantic relationship between the two, but I like the mom and dad. Vibe I don't know. See, I team. think there's a setup for it in Just League Two. I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. I don't need it or want it. <laughs> hey, it might happen. Um, but I did want to bring up. Sorry uh, for the Flash. Would you want it to be Captain Cold? Or I had an idea that they could adapt Boomerang to be the one that comes. They in could do the, Boomerang. Yeah, you could because I had the Jack Hartney was or first Flash if they're going to do Flashpoint. But I'd, I Captain Cold's a big fan of mine. If they do Flashpoint, I kind of I don't want them to do Flashpoint, especially as this kind of was a soft reboot I of the universe. I want, I want Flashpoint now because I thought Billy Crudup as Henry Allen was so great that I want to see I want to see this young Flash deal with the death of his mom yeah and, and it it's makes back sense. to the future too and, and to be honest exact plot layout it's yeah. back to the future too and also which is great nice. and also you could literally take the animated version of Flashpoint mm-hmm. and make it two hours and that's your yeah, you've got your bases covered. Yeah. Um, so his question was, "Who do we want to join?" Okay, uh, the one character that I heard multiple people in the interviews, the the cast of their interviews, say that they wanted to join is, and I think it's a brilliant choice, Black Canary, because I think Justice League needs another woman. Yeah, and I think that Black Canary is such a long time DC character. Yeah, um, I, I think you could. Inter- she's great. She's, she's a cool. She's character. such a great character. She's got a power. I think you could make her like another Gotham vigilante, which would be interesting. Yeah, um, I would love to see. This this universe's version of Green Arrow, although I really like Stephen Amell and I wish yep. it was him. Um, but uh, otherwise, you know, I think um, Black Lightning would be an interesting. Int- I keep saying DC TV people. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, but they, because they've covered a yeah. lot of the bases. For, but what for, about like the Hawks? Because just to give you want to go back to the Justice League cartoon. I know we got burned. I know we got burned. But. She has a great dynamic. If you threw and John she was Stewart also, on the team, she was also in um, Justice League Unlimited, so that was or the Justice League cartoon. So fans have an associate with her. I'd say Zatanna. I always Zatana. yeah, because yeah. I think it's important if you have a Justice League Dark, one of those members should be a bridge member to the classic Justice League. Like Zatanna should not only be a part of the Justice League, she should be the leader of Justice League Dark mm-hmm. because she is a classic Justice League member. So I, I think that would be. I, I, I also think ju- Justice League is a good opportunity to have members from multiple parts of your universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so you she could be the Justice League Dark. I also want um, 
and I know he's a tough addition to the team, but I really I miss him, uh, Martian Manhunter. I was just thinking yeah, that too. Man. I, he's such a league. He's a classic. He's been in every iteration of the league, and I kind of hope that whenever they introduce him, I would love for them to do a slight recon and say that he's been a character in every previous movie. Like, yes. Like General St- Stanwick has been Martian Manhunter, or yeah. like um, there is a general uh, Stanwick Swanwick. Swanwick. Excuse me. General Swanwick is a person. But at least one time in those movies, time, actually Martian Manhunter. Yeah, or like maybe he was like a reporter in Batman v Superman. Like, yeah, I want him. To, I want them to do a retcon that he's been in every one of the previous DC That'd be movies. Great. Yeah, that's he's such a good character. Um, but again, we're blessed because um, um, who's the actor in Supergirl? Uh, Killing it, David Harewood. David Harewood, man, yeah. it was yep. so great to have the voice actor of Martian. Carl Manhunter. Lovely. It, it was amazing. Me, the second he started talking, I was like. It's one of Supergirl's best episodes. He's back. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but no, Martian Manhunter, I think, would be my top one. It, it'd be good. You definitely need more female mm-hmm. members on the on the league, yeah. but Martian Manhunter's so good. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, Vixen would be another great choice as well. Vixen's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, Vixen's great. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of we yeah, we definitely the, the know, show the TV you know, shows have kind of covered you, it. You know who I don't you know who I don't need? I, I don't need Shazam to be a part of it, honestly. I, I really I like Shazam a part of the team. You know though. who Shazam you know, if I were to write a Justice League Dark comic, I would make Shazam a part of that. Oh, because he's magic based? And he'd yeah. be their Superman and it, he would add he would be a very different personality than the rest of the, he would clash so much with the rest of the team like could you imagine Constantine dealing with 13 year old Billy Batson in Shazam's body like oh, it'd be great well the scene where he uh, gives Billy his first drink is gonna be uh, pretty good yeah you know what I mean <laughs> so it's like I, I don't need Shaz- you already have Superman Shazam does not need to be I'd rather have Martian Manhunter than Shazam mm, interesting no it is basically the same as Superman. Well, it'll be it. interesting to see if Shazam's even connected this universe because since he's sort of part of the new line universe, there's there's talks that Captain Marvel Shazam won't be part of this universe. And to Why? be fair, he doesn't. Yeah. But he also doesn't have to be because he's Superman. Well, and he's and he's part of the Fawcett thing. He's yeah. one of the the people that was arc welded on, and especially when you get to multiverse and stuff like that, he doesn't doesn't have to be. Although, no, I do need him to be because Black Adam. I, I want need Black. Bl- I, I need, want Black Adam in that universe. Yeah, I need Black Adam to throw down with and those you can't characters. Just have Black Adam just running around. It would. I I want Billy. I really like uh, in New Fifty Two. I like Cyborg and Billy's relationship. Being younger, having these younger people on the team, uh, and like trying to have Barry like try to be a mentor to him, even though he doesn't know a lot himself. I I like that. The only way you could get away with it is if you have a scene and like say they they Black Adams in in Just League Two and Batman goes to Billy and is just like we don't allow twelve year olds. Yeah. You know, and he just shuts him down there. But you've got to kind of see him. We've got to name check why he's not. Or in this. you could also do. Uh, uh, I really like the way they incorporated Captain Marvel and Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, again, where that was hard. <laughs> when he fights Superman, that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of cool opportunities. I know right now the reports as of this recording is the box office isn't doing great. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of articles this morning. But again, that's another thing. What you talked about, it's like people automatically wanting to hate this movie. Yeah, yeah. and so it's I'm, also Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday. It's been out for a day. And also Wonder <laughs> yeah. Woman. Wonder Woman picked up steam as time went on. So maybe those fans will show up. Uh, later on I, I hope the this movie and the other movies do well enough because I feel like between Wonder Woman and this they're on the right track Yeah, and I feel like if you could get uh, a Justice League movie by one direct one all director yep. if you could get Justice League of Patty Jenkins that, that's who I want to direct Justice League 2 but is I, Patty she Jenkins. needs to do Wonder Woman 2 well she can do Wonder Woman 2 and then she immediately starts production on Justice League 2 she, it needs, I, want it, I want it to be Patty yeah. she, she has proven herself as the best director of the DCEU it needs to be her I'm so down for that yeah um, I just had an idea that I was going to ask really quick. Do you think they'd give it to Joss? 
I, I don't want them to give it to Josh because I've seen what he's done with sequels and That's I don't true. want it. That's hey, true. a lot of Age of Ultron I felt were, was very similar to this movie. You randomly bring someone back to life with lightning in the middle of it. Sure. And you have oh, no explanation of what they do. Sure, whatever. <laughs> like yeah. everyone's just like, why are you here? How'd you get here? <laughs> yeah, Where'd you yeah. get the suit? <laughs> Shut yeah. up! No, I don't. I don't yeah. want. I would rather Joss Whedon. I'd rather see Joss Whedon's Batgirl. Yeah. Oh, but a side note: I'm actually really glad that the fight with Superman was not him in costume because he's not in that moment. He's not Superman. Sure, agreed. I thought that was a smart agreed. choice. Very cool. Although yeah. he should have found a, a, a t-shirt shop, a vendor on the side that had like a black shirt with a white symbol of Superman, and put it on. That would have been, cool. been rad. <laughs> that yeah. would have been really, really cool. I also would have died if they did the, the mullet, but I understand why you don't do it. I also really love the <laughs> opening scene. I, I know it was part of the reshoots. Uh, and, I did too, but but I, it was such a solid. As a Superman fan, like yeah. this was a big love oh, letter. Oh, the film on the on the, on on the, the two phone. kids. Yeah, you know what? I uh, this is and this is sort of like telling them how to write their movie, which I'm I'm not trying not to do. But um, I one beat I wish I missed from this movie is I I really wanted. The, uh, the scene where the world realizes Superman is back. Yeah. And I think they could have done that by like you, you. So we see a scene where there's a fiery building, right? Yeah. And then suddenly, whoosh, you know, here comes in Superman and he like brings in like he's like saves like five or six people. And then everybody like starts cheering. They're like, oh, my God, it's Superman. Yeah. It's Superman. And then the end of that scene, you see these two little kids with a cell phone being like, Superman, Superman, Superman. And they run over there and it's the beginning of that first oh, scene. Oh, you realize and it's you not realize, a flashback. Yep, it's a flashback. Flash really That'd cool. be cool. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I did like you get the shirt open and you had him taking off into the sky. Yeah. You yeah. Go, okay, although it was I want to cool, go see the movie right now. <laughs> as cool as the freeze breath was. The freeze breath was I loved so it. Good. You it, could no, stop. No, yeah. no, no. As cool as it was. <laughs> I'm but in, in the middle of a fight, you're not like... <laughs> Just I, uh, uh, laser vision would have been perfect for that, and it would have just shut had up. A, a, it would have had a level of threat instead of shut up. Look, he he tried. Look, he Dead tried. The, he tried the laser vision, the heat vision before. It's the uh-huh. heat vision, uh, and it didn't work. So uh, yeah. he went to freeze breath. I really like this movie, guys. I, really I genuinely like really enjoyed this movie. I've uh, like I said, I've seen I've seen it three times now, and I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it um, yeah. every time. I've, I've really liked it. And I've picked up something else every time. You know, for everybody that's uh, crapping on the Superman's mustache, um, when you see it, if you see it a second time, go back and look for the three times that Wonder Woman's costume is open in the back in certain shots because she was pregnant while she was filming this movie. I have not heard a single person pick up on that, yeah. but I've spotted it every time. Um, interesting. But gotcha. they just keep talking about that mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what we heard about. Yep. Yeah, because there was so much goddamn <laughs> press about it. Maybe we just don't talk about movies anymore. <laughs> nobody, yeah, we nobody, don't get it anymore. No one ever, hey, no. Listen, I would have been fine if we said, guess what? Superman's been dead for a while. When he comes back, has a beard. I'm always a big fan of beard Superman. Oh, me too. So just put a beard around it. Put a, yeah, he's done it before in the other movies. He's got a little beard. No. You All know, right. I, I got to say, I do love um, that when they pulled him out of that coffin, he was wearing the classic blue with red tie Superman suit. I thought yeah. the, the, the Clark Kent suit. I thought it was great. Didn't he? have like a giant hole in his chest like a giant hole from well, they, bring, they bring up that he's his cells are still I don't know Point, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but again it's all that sci-fi whatever we accept that we watch Doctor but, Who we love I mean, that I would be more mad I would be more mad that Aquaman ruined his picture of his paw yeah right <laughs> oh but here's the thing I w- what I'm saying is if you start a hole as bodies decay sometimes they're like their nails like you know they always say yeah. nails keep growing or hair keeps growing or whatever he could have had a mullet he, he would have also had, had like mullet. who's the guy who went crazy who's the pilot or the, the... Howard Hughes yeah what if he had like crazy <laughs> Howard Hughes nails and he's like <laughs> and like sunken eyes I remember and you. like no like Superman's not okay we gotta put him back we so, gotta kill wait, him so the scene becomes like 
do, uh, let me ask you, do you bleed? And Batman's like, oh god, your breath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, when he says I, you smell good. It's like no, that he should smell awful right that's now. One of those. That's one of those callbacks yeah. that that was like that made Batman v Superman better. When yes. he's holding Batman by the face, like, do you bleed? I'm like. Oh no! no. <laughs> that, that is a good moment of like between Flash and that. You're like, oh, they're fucked. They're yeah. so fucked. That was a nice little moment. But you also get the when uh, when he heads headbutts Wonder Woman, she headbutts him right back, and Ooh. it's like it, so. It was a good like. Yeah. Superman is as powerful of all, as all these people, but all these people together are still an impressive mm-hmm. group. Of, it was it was good. It was well balanced. Go see it. My I say go see it. Very cool. Please, because I need the sequel. I and- need it. <laughs> we we've been we went a little over on this episode. Yes, so just a by always cause that. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. We're having fun conversations. <laughs> but uh, Jason, thank you so much for coming on. I think you've been on the most. I think you have the. Title. Is that true? Somebody told me that Mod beats me now. No, I, that's I, no, not no, true. No, no, you you definitely have got the title. Mod, I think, is might be coming in for like Star Wars or something. Oh, so God. we'll see. It's going to be ongoing, and eventually neck and it'll just neck. be YouTube. It's the, it's the, <laughs> we're, we're the Superman Flash race of this podcast. Exactly. There you go. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you go and donate to the. What is the drive? The Jawan Comic Drive for Soldiers. Yeah, go find go. it on the top of my Twitter. And also, December sixth is go, Jupiter Jet Jupiter issue Jet number come one. In, go into your comic shop and demand a copy of Jupiter what, Jet. What, what, what out of out of a scale of forty? Uh-huh. What would you give Jupiter Jet? I'm forty. Put in there. Forty. Wow. Forty one. Yeah. Forty one. <laughs> suck it. I mean, sorry. Suck it. Win. Yeah, I you win. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> December sixth. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, you know, you, you liked uh, DJ's comic. I've read uh, Chaos Theory. It's it's Thank excellent you. as well. Um, I think if you like Chaos Theory, you're gonna like Jupiter. Absolutely. Jet. Yeah. One hundred percent. Make sure. You go and pick up Chaos Theory in stores right now if you haven't already. Yeah, uh, ChaosTheoryComic.com slash retailers. You'll find all the places that it's being uh, sold at, but yeah. also check out our social media as well. But make sure you go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com to find all the different social medias for our podcast, like Twitter at OnlyStupidAnswers. You got the bells from Stupid. Also find out where you can listen to us, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, all the fun places but make sure you follow at dj talks trash on everywhere that matters at sam basher everywhere that matters uh, uh at jawan everywhere that matters everywhere that everywhere yeah, everywhere it works uh, and patreon.com slash only stupid answers gonna be some exclusive stuff next week just for patreon people uh it's very cool you'll be able to buy some stuff earlier than other people i'm <gasps> gonna say that it's very cool uh and i think that's it Guys, we did it. We made it. I, you know, you guys sold me on going to see Justice League again because I want to go see it right now. I'll go watch Wonder Woman and then I go watch Justice League. That's a good idea. I miss Wonder Woman. Guys, a we lot. live in a world where Justice League exists. Just, yeah. just take that in, breathe that in for a minute, and we get the benefit of liking it. Like I thought, yeah. like at least we got the bad Justice League out of the way, so maybe we can get a good. No, it's not. It's like I, I genuinely yep. like it, so yeah. I'm good. We're on the right <laughs> side of history, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.